This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 11th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The looming crisis in Social Security should be on the front burner of this election year, but it's hard to tell if either Barack Obama or John McCain, a nominal supporter of private accounts, will make it a front burner issue. Cato Institute senior fellow Mike Tanner breaks down the rhetoric of the candidates on the third rail of politics. Well, of course, uh, Social Security was a big issue a couple of years ago when uh, President Bush tried to create a system of personal accounts and tried to do some overall reform of the system. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, he was not successful. It was not uh, the most competent attempt at reform, and it was met with an enormous opposition from the the left that mobilized and spent uh, millions of dollars fighting this, and uh, it seems to have gone off the table since then. John McCain, a supporter of personal accounts, but he hasn't really stuck his neck out uh, on, on that issue seems to be making some noise about the tragedy of uh, these payroll taxes of young people going directly to uh, the retired, but also the tragedy that is using the Social Security Trust Fund to fund all sorts of uh, current year spending. Well, in Washington, it's often said that a gaffe is accidentally telling the truth. And John McCain may have done that. He recently referred to the current way Social Security is funded as a disgrace, Uh, He has also made comments that suggest that he favors allowing younger workers to privately invest a portion of their payroll taxes through personal accounts. Unfortunately, every time he sort of sticks his neck out and ventures out in that direction, I think his aides get all excited and he begins to pull himself back and start using the usual banalities about bipartisanship and reaching across the aisle to come to a consensus with Democrats on how he's going to make this reform. Uh, In his heart, however, John McCain does seem to support Social Security reform, to support personal accounts he has in the past, uh, and that's probably where he stands right now. Now, President Bush sort of touched the third rail and lived. He failed in his attempt to uh, get something done, but is is that time period over where you can't talk about Social Security? Well, it's strange. Uh, People talk about the failure of the Bush uh, proposal. But even at the end, a majority of Americans actually supported personal accounts. Uh, A Zogby poll done for the Cato Institute towards the end of the Bush endeavor showed that about 52% of people still supported the idea of letting younger workers privately invest a portion of their Social Security taxes. So I I think there was always support out there. Uh, The problem is that the senior citizens are easily scared and that the lobbying groups that were lined up against this uh, were pretty powerful and there never was a concerted uh, effort for reform. Where does Barack Obama come down on this? How has he tried to to couch the issue? I mean, certainly he recognizes a problem. Well, Barack Obama actually has been willing, uh, one of the rare cases actually among Democrats, to say there is a problem with Social Security. Unfortunately, he has tended to fall back on the old standby of, well, let's raise taxes then to fix it. Uh, Senator Obama has proposed that we raise or actually take off the cap on the amount of income subject to the payroll tax. He'd actually carve out sort of a donut hole uh, in which the payroll tax would stop and then it would kick in again at around $250,000 a year. Uh, this would give us some of the highest marginal tax rates in the industrialized world. The U.S. would have a higher marginal tax rate than Sweden at that point. 
uh, and it would gain us uh, surprisingly little solvency for Social Security. The Obama campaign's never put out any numbers on what they think it would do to solvency, but we know that a plan that uh, eliminated the payroll tax cap completely and therefore brought in even more revenue than Senator Obama's talking about would actually increase the cash flow solvency of Social Security by only seven years. So presumably, Senator Obama wouldn't even give us that much. I, I think it, it, we have to recognize that Social Security should be on the table this election year. I mean, first of all, we're talking about the largest government program, not just in the United States, but in the world, uh, and a program that touches virtually every American. 80% of Americans pay more in Social Security payroll tax than they pay in federal income tax. Millions of seniors depend upon Social Security and retirement, yet it's a program that is more than $15.5 trillion, that's trillion with a T, uh, in debt. It's a program with a declining rate of return in which younger workers, uh, many of them will not live long enough to get back all they pay into the system, let alone any return on it. It's a system under which people have no ownership, no legal right to their benefits, in which their benefits are not inheritable. You can work your whole life, pay Social Security taxes, die, and not be able to pass any of that money on to your kids or your spouse or your favorite charity or whoever. Uh, It's a system that's broke. Uh, and candidates really owe us some honesty. Maybe we could use a little straight talk uh, on how to, uh, how to reform this. Mike Tanner is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more on what's at stake over Social Security reform at Cato.org.